Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and today I'm joined with Kai and Ben, as always. Guys, how you doing? How you doing this morning? Doing fantastic. Yeah, doing good. Out of fact. Having our eardrums blown out, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's that a boy. whole new world. No? What? What? Did I blow out your eardrums. No, I said we're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> you confused the hell out of me there. I think so. You blew Okay. Transparency. I got a new mic. I can't like hear what I, how I sound. So I'm just trusting that I sound great to you guys. Uh, <laughs> so I thought you said I blew out your eardrums. I was like, oh shit. Well, let's fix is that. There not, is there not like a monitor function for you? No, I have everything here and it doesn't seem like things are high, but I also can't like hear. No, so that's what weird. I'm saying. There should, be a, there should be a setting that allows you to monitor your audio through your headphones. I mean, Not that we're going to continue to do tech solves uh, yeah, right <laughs> in <now>. recording, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a later problem. Uh, yeah, how you guys doing today? What's your? We've been uh, requested from the people to continue our drink slash tea chat update. So what are you guys drinking? Mm, mm. Yeah, someone, uh, someone had requested it. Someone was like, oh, more tea time. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should, in hindsight, I should have made a tea. I didn't. Uh, I'm currently drinking another can of Monster. Sugar-free uh, black watermelon. tea with um, almonds. Perfect tea. Almond vanilla. Almond yeah, vanilla? Oh, that's yeah. Y'all have, y'all have creamer, don't you? So. No, no. Best. It's just, it's just, just one black of the best tea teas. with the uh, essence yeah. of almond and vanilla is what it is. Oh, I thought you said you put like like a vanilla almond milk in it. That's my bad. Oh, no. I don't put anything in the tea. I, don't, like, I mean, sometimes I'll put some honey, but for the most part. Nothing in the tea. But raw dog it. Kai, drink. You drink list today? Uh, yeah, I'm drinking a light roast coffee from Pow Pow New Guinea. Uh, How's this one? So it's, it's a washed coffee. It's good. Uh, from Black Velvet Coffee Roasters, which is based in the Eastern Sierras. Hell yeah. um, but it's lovely. It's one of my favorites. Isn't Papua New Guinea like mainly known for cannibals? <laughs> and really good coffee and really yes. good coffee they're really trying to put the uh cannibal uh you know uh that thing behind that it's the only you thing wanna, i you want to bring that up <laughs> only thing i know about Papua new guinea is that at one point they were very cannibalistic i we don't apologize to anyone from Papua new guinea <laughs> uh, yeah that's our, that's our, our one Pow Pow New Guinean uh, fucking listener is going to hey. be pissed. They've, they've you never know, subscribed from the, from the show. They're like, nah, I can't we got watch that, shit We got that evergreen content. So in 20 years when Papua New Guinea is like thriving, uh, we're going <laughs> to get cancelled. Okay, we can't, we can't rely on time for our hot takes to not be uh, cancelled. <laughs> How <laughs> so are you, Jared? You, you had a milestone recently. Yeah, my birthday was yesterday, which is a good time. Kai and I hung out with some friends. The little shindig, uh, but it was fun. Can hang out. My mic was part of my birthday gifts, so nice. Was there uh, inebriation afoot? Or oh, was it very? Yes. No, there's always <laughs> inebriation afoot. <Yes. laughs> All various levels of inebriation happened, uh, but it was a good time. Hung out, played like some beer pong, and just like sat. They have like a, a fire pit, so we sat out there. It wasn't like too cold last night, so it was nice. I love a good fire pit, man. Yeah, good fire pit. Speaking of fire pits, play along podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games. Wow, it's because of how hot we are. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's that's where the connection is. <laughs> that's where I was going with. Uh, we play through games in uh, a book club format, 
each one of us will take turns choosing games. We'll then rate that game into sections and then come together and talk about that section specifically. Uh, we go over everything, but mostly we do focus on the narrative. So if you're trying to avoid spoilers for everything, you can play the game first and then come back and listen, or you can play along with us. Name of the show. But if all that sounds interesting to you, uh, our link tree has all of our social media, our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, our Discord. You can join in on conversations with some of our other podcasting friends that we have in there. It's a good time. But yeah, if that sounds good, uh, check that out. It should be in the show notes below and, and anywhere you can find us. Yes, sir. But we are going to take a quick music break. and we come back, we're going to dive into Chapter 3 of Mass Effect. In the last episode, we wrapped up with finally getting our title of Spectre and being tasked to go around the galaxy to find information to try to take down Saren, who has gone road and worked with the Geth to essentially try to find this beacon to revive the Reapers, which are this ancient alien uh, race that destroyed the Protheans. I feel like every time we, we play this, there's like more complicated words. <laughs> and more races mm-hmm. that are added to the to the yep. mix. Oh, oh yes. man. Um, so yeah, we ended the last one with right in front of the um what's the thing where you pick like the the space map? What is that called? The galaxy map. Galaxy map. There you go. It's the space map. The space map. <laughs> uh choosing the galaxy map and, and setting our destination. So I want to start this episode first with Kai. Did you continue on the 360 version or did you move to Legendary Edition? Because I continued on, on the 360 fence. version. Ah, okay. so you're locked in now. That was your I'm final answer. So that's yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> the last episode was like, uh, if you're going to do it, you got to do it now. But at the, so you're locked in the 360 version. Yes. All right, cool. And there's some uh, differences between the two versions come we get to Therum. So it'll be interesting when we talk about that. But I did want to start off this episode with talking about any side quests we got up to. Because at this point, so, in the so, game, so, so, we kind of tackle. Corner. <laughs> wow. Is that the soundboard right. here? <laughs> yeah. We're just going to play that in a post, the side quest corner. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in, in this section, you can kind of explore the galaxy as much as you want. And I kind of forgot how expansive it is. Like, as you zoom out of this map, you can go into different clusters and different galaxies. And there's at least, like, three, four, five planets in all of these galaxies. So did you guys get up to any side quests before you kind of went down the path? Before before we talk about that, um, this galaxy map is fucking confusing to navigate. Once you understand how it works, it's fine. But you have to like press escape to zoom out from the solar system to the galaxy, oh, and then from the galaxy to the other place, and then from the other place to the universe as a whole. And oh, it gives you sense. You just like press B, like you press B, and you'll slowly zoom out, which kind of like makes sense in your mind to like leave that. You just kind of press B, but escape is weird. Well, I mean that that is the PC's version of of the B of button. B. Um, yeah, sure. but it's just very weird because like you you start off just having like just the citadel mm-hmm. and so i'm i'm moving the mouse around trying to find these other landmarks and i'm like this is just this citadel. is shit it's just the citadel it's just, it's just the, I and it was only citadel. because i hit escape thinking i'd come out of the map because i hadn't done something that it zoomed out of the solar system and into the next bit and i was like oh okay right and There's then a whole bunch just of shit keep doing that and it'll kind of like keep zooming out yeah yeah some of the planets are just um 
like fave like flavor planets like you yeah. click them and it gives you a history of like their importance in the solar system and blah 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 it's just, uh, just fettuccine fettuccine alfredo planets i did one side quest well mm. i say one side quest i finished one planet um and then i ended mm. up just going straight to theorem yeah well that was the thing too when we were talking about theorem it's not obvious where that is on the map. I mean, one of them says like literally Yara's dig site, but even then when you get into Liara's dig site, it's not like yeah, Theorem yeah, isn't to, easily accessed you have there. To guess which planet is correct. Yeah. Right. Like look at all the names and be like, okay. I'm looking for the one from the walkthrough. I yeah, I came back to it like three or four days after having finished section one. Right. And so it said Liara's dig site, and I was just like, okay, well, I don't know what the fuck that is, whatever. So I'm just... <laughs> I don't know what a Liara is, but I guess I'll explore there. Spent like 20 minutes trying to click all these different planets. Um, yeah. Do you want me to go into what my side quest was? Yeah, go into yours, because I actually had a pretty in-depth like narrative side quest that I did in this section. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Mine mine was kind of in-depth, but also not really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stopped off on an asteroid called oh, that was, that's what i did <laughs> oh okay right um cool. it's called like a ax 57 i think it's yeah. called or something and essentially you approach this asteroid and there's like a crisis uh distress call that's going out mm-hmm. and in like comical bad guy fashion somebody has attached like three frosters to the back of a asteroid and he's hurting it into a planet in an attempt to destroy the planet i was i was under the assumption that like they were there anyways like the people put them there so they can kind of direct the asteroid because they're transporting this asteroid to another planet but oh, that might be the it, evil villain had uh, changed them so they were on a collision course with uh, i think that makes Terranova more sense or some kind of planet yeah, yeah 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 so um we we land and um there's this really fucking brilliant cutscene where they like shoot this uh <laughs> like six-wheel tank little, uh... out of the normandy yep um with no uh, no parachute no boosters to stop it they just launch it from like a hundred foot up in the air <laughs> out the bottom yeah. of the normandy and it just yeah. lands on the planet yeah, this is this is the Mako, the little ship, and this is the yeah. first time, at least for the two of us, this is the first time we get this. I mean, you get a little bit of Mako vehicle driving when you actually get to Therum, but how did you feel about it? Because and I'm curious with Kai too, because the, the 360 version is like notoriously bad. Like the driving is really bad, but they kind of tweaked it a little bit for the Legendary Edition. So how did you guys feel about the driving the Mako? Let Kai go first, go on. Let's see how I mean, bad it- this 360 version is. It's no worse than driving in Halo. Like, it's mm-hmm. not. The, the only thing that you have to keep in mind is that mm. the forward, reverse, left, and right are not determined based on the body of the actual Mako, but right. the turret on top in which you're controlling and rotating. Yeah. So you're forward if you're facing the other direction. It's like tank controls. It's like wherever the mm-hmm. top is located, that's what's going to be your kind of point of where you're moving to. And like, once I got a hold of that, like it's no different than right. driving any other fucking like weirdly low gravity vehicle in any of these games. It's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I think, I don't know if this is something they added in legendary, but for me, 
I was I didn't, but I had the option of going in and turning off that camera relative movement, I think they yeah. called it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can then make it so that forward is always forward and yeah, stuff regardless like that. of where you are. Yeah. I mean, it didn't it didn't bother me a huge amount because it was nice to be able to what I would do is I would just be sideways, so like, like the side of the vehicle of the side facing of the, the enemies, put the turret sideways and then rock left and right to avoid things and mm. then shoot in between. Um, and then I would just have to rock forward and back um, and then left and right to move like out of the weird, I don't even know what they are, like light, whatever, missiles. They're just lasers. Oh, yeah. They're weird lasers that are blue. I don't know what to call them, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah so i mean no i mean it wasn't atrocious they're, they're okay. much worse driving mechanics driving mechanics than other, other games yeah oh uh, yeah definitely the, the mako is interesting too because you have like a machine gun on it and then you have rocks that you can shoot but uh if you Which, press gold, fucking i didn't know for so long oh, i really? oh, knew about the machine gun because there's no there's no tutorial it's not no, like they don't oh, tell you how this to is the mako as you said you just fucking launch from 100 feet down onto the planet and it's like this is your vehicle now so I was trying to t- take out the fucking Geth. I don't even know what they're called. The weird little yeah. robot things. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have a yeah, special name. Can. And then there's uh, also a, like a jetpack or like a booster that you could use where the controller, if you tap A, yeah. it like launches the Mako up in the air a little bit mm-hmm. and then it comes back down. And then that's like there's a There's also a booster, um, yeah, a booster, like a speed booster you can use. Yeah. And off, off the back of the lack of tutorial, um, this is where I encountered my first problem on ax57 this asteroid because you are basically tasked with turning off these free torches and Mm -hmm. stopping the asteroid from crashing into the planet Um, but in order to do so you have to get out of the mako and um there is no tutorial for how to get out of the mako Ooh, is it escape no you (laughs) would just be on controller yeah you would think so it's um q on pc of course. Wait, it's not not how you're moving. No, you move WASD. WASD, yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought Q was part of your. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why is Q involved in that? <laughs> Clearly, uh, no why did you both do the asteroid thing? I'm so confused. Why, why, why that? Why, uh, an asteroid, and you're like, ooh, I want to do that thing. Yeah. I chose it because I was like, that sounds cool. And then I think I mentioned to Jared that I was doing an asteroid, and I don't know if that may be persuaded him but either way it was very cool I, I didn't know you were doing asteroid at all i didn't know that was oh, the really one, i just like i was like clicking on all the planets and that one was like oh because every time you like move the cursor on the galaxy map over a planet there's like a red line connecting to another mm-hmm. planet that's like in that path and so when i moved my cursor over to that one it was like directly to liara's um dig site not that I thought I needed to like take that path to get there, but like, oh yeah, I'll just I'll check this out because I wanted to do some kind of side quest and I landed on the asteroid. That was the first thing I did. And this whole like narrative started happening with it. So mm. like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll do this on my way to go oh, to the next site. I'm glad. I thought I'd like accidentally swayed you. Um no. but for me, I was just going along and I was like, ooh, cool, asteroid. Um, yeah. and clicked it <laughs> yeah i just as simple that as was that. About the i read in the walkthrough that it was like you can do the next three chapters in any order and i was like i'm not fucking around with any of this i was well, like that, well that's the thing I too it's like doing there's, the there's next chapter of... in the wrong order and then have to do a full <laughs> chapter and go back and play the next section i'm not gonna do that yeah though. well that's the thing too i was like i was, I was telling ben about this too is if you just like look at the other 
planets that we're going to and just avoid those planets then like you can explore anywhere you want like Novaria and some of the other ones we do are like main storyline planets so if you just avoid those and do other planets you'll get some kind mm-hmm. of side quests or you can explore like planets that aren't also, directly tied to the main plot having done this first and getting Liara that changes a bunch of dialogue yes. options and stuff like that for the other planets that we go to yeah also um, you go to this planet last too if you do um theorem at the very end that also gives you different outcomes and dialogue options too oh interesting yeah. okay but in terms of the asteroid basically <clears throat> we are tasked with shutting down these free torches and it involves uh driving to these massive like rocket boosters mm-hmm. taking out the turrets that are outside um and then getting out of the Mako and entering the building and mm-hmm. it's just a button that you press and basically deactivates that torch. Um, and as we do them, we begin getting um, radio signals from a prisoner who is trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically explains that a bunch of... Uh, it's Garrus's uh, race. No, what are they the called? Turian. These are These are Batarians. Batarians, sorry, yeah, okay. There's lots of races in this there's game. There's lots, there's lots of races. <laughs> um, um, these, these are Batarians, not Turians. So I mean, Batarians, uh, they are Batarian, basically Batarian. It's all the same. <laughs> they look like, um, they look like if somebody took Frog from Chrono and like made him into a Mass Effect character. They're like giant, <laughs> uh, like frog <laughs> alien looking. You have like fins. four eyes. Is, is that not what the Frogans are or whatever? No, no, they're they're um they're like weird lizard people, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, I'll send you. Yeah. You keep talking about. It, I'll send you guys a picture of the Batarians. Okay. Um, so we find out that this renegade uh, group of Batarians has basically uh, hijacked this asteroid and are crashing it into Terra Nova mm-hmm. because they want to inflict damage to the human race because the human race basically shunned the Batarians and exiled them with humans it's because humans have fucked with everybody in the galaxy that's what it seems like we just wait in there and fuck shit up um we basically exiled them to the reaches of the universe and they've had to fight for their survival and all of that sort of stuff so and that's not at all what I when you described you did a terrible. That's what you said about like frog from Chrono Trigger. I was like, bro, they look like they have four eyes and like six noses. Bro, that looks like a frog alien to me. I know they got four eyes, but like somebody mass effectified frog from Chrono. <laughs> that is a haunting face. Yeah, they really, they really, they really, they really are. They're really bad. Um and. Basically, we turn off the second one, mm-hmm. and that starts to piss off the leader of the Batarian mm-hmm. uh, rebel forces. And he now is like, "Do you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find these people. I'm gonna fucking kill them." So we stop all three of the torches, and we find out that the leader of this rebel movement is on the main facility of this asteroid yeah so we go to the main facility and essentially walk into a showdown between the batarian leader all of his men and us and our two people in our party yeah. who did you who did you bring uh, on this mission with you i had tali and garrus 
think okay, that's also who I took to the main mission. I think I brought Rex and Tali for this one. Looking back, I I, I wish I had bought Rex because yeah. um, basically what happens is you fight your way through about 10 guys mm-hmm. and you make your way to the end of this facility and the Batarian leader basically comes along and goes into this big monologue about how you know humans have been awful and how he's doing this um in order to you know basically dick over the humans oh i should say one thing beforehand the final torch that you do you come across the leader's right hand man yeah um and in this section i don't know the choices i did to do it but i was basically like hey you're following this dude's orders. He's going to get you sent to the fucking grave. Like, you don't have to do this. Just walk away. We'll let you go. We'll act like you were never here. And I basically convinced him to betray the leader and tell me where he was. So that's where I found out oh, how he was. Is, is that where you're walking into one of the, you go down into one of the rockets and you see a couple of them and they're like, wait, 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 we can talk about this. And so that where that, yes. I immediately yeah. shot them. <laughs> killed all of them so they do um immediately like he's like oh whoa it's you and Shepard, you have the choice of either just attacking him or being like hey we just want to talk mm-hmm. and if you just want to talk you can basically incentivize him that it's not worth risking his life because you're basically like hey i just killed a bunch of your brothers <laughs> and you know i'm gonna kill you if you don't step out the way yeah and so he is like this ain't fucking worth it and he he's like this is this is the leader's vendetta this is nothing to do with me interesting yeah no when that came up and they're like wait we could talk i was like nah i don't know let's fire fuck you frog scum yeah (laughs) frogs kill all the chrono trigger frogs um but when we do eventually get to the main facility we fight our way through these people we come across the leader he goes into this monologue and we're presented with a choice so the choice Choice. is (laughs) there is um he basically presents us with the trolley problem he has a bunch of scientists from this planet that were working Mm. on the boosters and stuff he is trapped in a prison cell and he says hey if you walk away and don't try and stop me from crashing this asteroid into a planet i will let you take the hostages i will free them and you can leave with them but if you refuse to leave I am going to detonate the bomb that is inside of their prison cell. Um, and, you know, I, I, uh, I'm I, a very rational person. And he basically said, hey, do you want to kill four people or four million people? And I said, right. I'll kill four people and told him that I wasn't going to leave. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I told him that. I was like, you know what? You can go. You can leave. Because he, we've already deactivated all of the rockets at this point and he's just trying to escape now and we can either let him go or attack him and i was like fine you can i'll let you go and he was like cool i still activated those bombs by the way so have fun with that and then he dips and i still have to do the whole bomb deactivating thing afterward too okay so um you talk about your fin because i had no bombs to deactivate my whole play was completely different oh interesting okay yeah so in that he escapes and leaves and now you have like a countdown timer to go around that main room that you're in and just deactivate three bombs which just consists of doing the same kind of like simon says clicking the 
face buttons that glow up uh, when they, they prop up with the prompt. Uh, as you're doing this, there's some of the drones and some of the soldiers that you had been fighting like throughout this whole mission. So you're trying to kill these drones and fight these people while also going and deactivating the bombs. They're pretty close in proximity to each other, so it wasn't very difficult. Uh, honestly, before, like when you first got into this room and fighting all the soldiers and the drones, that was difficult because I also ran out of Omni Gel. So I was like, oh, okay. I had no Omni Gel, and I have, I've, I just now got um, an ability to like instantly revive my shields. So if any of my shields go down, I could just use that to completely get my shields back. So it was a lot of me just like hiding behind cover and going and Wait. sniping things and going back behind cover. Did you run out of Omni Gel or Medi Gel? There's a lot oh, of gel in this game. Um, Medi Gel. Okay, right. Yeah, lots of what lots gel? Of what um, gel did you miss? So um, mine was wildly fucking different. Okay, did you so you did you like fight him? Yes, oh. he was like um, he was like let me leave, and I was like, no, uh, you <laughs> just tried to crash an asteroid into a planet. And so he's like, all right, fine, if this is what you want to do, and presses a button and blows up the bomb in the cell and oh, immediately shit. kills the hostages. Oh, damn. Um, and then what ensues is a firefight between the leader, his, like, weird little alien dogs that he has. Oh, yeah. And, like, seven of his men. Um, and when I say that this firefight is fucking difficult, this firefight is fucking difficult. Because I just, I just made my way through like ten dudes to get to the leader. I was like, yeah, the the way up there isn't easy either. Like, it, no, no and it, it's the exact same the way back, and it only ends when you kill the leader. Um, and he's like, obviously, he's like super strong. He's got a bunch of health. There's like drones attacking you. This is where I, I've managed to get it down now, but I started to encounter some problems with the combat in terms of using the abilities because I found that what I was doing is... Um, so I've I've now given up on choosing what I upgrade. I just auto-level up my characters and it just gives ah. me stuff. Um, so I got like a lift ability so i can lift people in the air i can like mm. warp them and make them take more damage the problem is is i didn't realize that the cursor has to be directly on the character i want to inflict yes. that fin on so what was happening is me lifting lots of air next to enemies <laughs> and sabotaging <laughs> sabotaging like the wall next to one of these creatures they're just like standing behind cover and shooting and then like a little like dust cloud comes up next to them and then yeah like, keep shooting well because like you have to like when you're shooting the, the way i found out to do it is like i have to hold the button to zoom in to aim Mm -hmm. and then press shift and then press the ability that i want because that's the only way that i can guarantee that, that, feels, that feels it locks onto the enemy well because the problem is if you you can do it without zooming in yeah but what you've got to think difficult to aim yeah exactly it just it makes it so that you're like three pixels over from the enemy mm -hmm. so there's no like auto lock on for some of the abilities so if you're trying to like warp an enemy it will just warp wherever your cursor is pointing yeah. so if your cursor isn't on that enemy it doesn't lock onto it because what will happen is 
you will warp the area next to them. And if they move, it, they just move out of the way. But if the cursor's on them, it follows them and then it casts yeah. the ability on them. Yeah, because there's like a little like red triangle that usually comes up. At least in yeah. my instance, that's what happens. And then you have to actually aim that at the enemy. And then you use like, because I have, I have overdrive and I have uh, abilities like that that can like jam mm -hmm. their weapons and everything. So yeah, you have to be pointing directly at the enemy or it's just not going to work. <laughs> yeah, so I got... Um... I got a couple of good abilities. I got like one that lifts people in the air. Mm -hmm. I can stasis an enemy, which freezes them, but it means that they don't take damage. So there's like a downside to that. Oh, interesting. Um, but the cool one I got was at the end of this leg. Mm -hmm. Shepard gained an ability that allows me to instantly revive any allies that have gone down. Yeah. Um, and that was a big game changer because what was happening is my teammates were going down and leaving me in a firefight against like five people and a boss. Um, and I was just dying. Yeah, no, I, I had that ability in this section too, which definitely helped. And then I also have the first aid ability so I can heal my team whenever they need to as well. Mm. See, I don't, I don't think Shepard has first aid. I think one of my team members has first aid. I think it's Ashley, mm. um, but I've not used Ashley whatsoever. So uh, you defeat him. Mm -hmm. He goes on this big monologue about how you, you basically tell him like, okay, I'm going to kill you now. Um, there's like a cut scene and he's like, you can kill me, but there are literally thousands like me. And you're like, what? Mm -hmm. And basically he's saying like, you know, so many of his race have been oppressed for so long that so many of them have this hatred against humans and you can get rid of him, but it's not going to get rid of the problem because he is just a part of this movement basically. We're all shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you shoot him and you kill him. And then you oh, can damn. go to the cell. Uh, and as you walk in the cell, the bodies of the charred scientists are in the cell. And it's all like black from where the bomb has blown up. Oh, well, that's a very different vibe than when I, <laughs> when I opened yes. it. They're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for like saving us and reviving us. Like, like, I didn't even get your name. You've helped us. I don't even know who you are. And we tell them we're Commander Shepard. And then... There's a gentleman that we meet that I think he's kind of like the he was the the leader of one of these excavation groups that were there. Mm -hmm. um, you I talked to him right before I go and release the hostages, and I convinced him to give me his Omni tool that he had, um, and that like doubled my HP, like it doubled my defense. Like I got a crazy like I think my my HP or like tech defense and stuff was like around five tens, and now they're like. 35s 40s like this omni tool is wild it was crazy yeah so i also found that guy yeah um i found him after everything happened mm, gotcha. and so he was like what happened to my crew and we were yeah. like yeah we we found them unfortunately we had to sacrifice them in order to save the the greater people and he's like fuck you that's fucking shit <laughs> um and then I managed to convince him like, you know, Hey, I know it's fucking shit, but it was the right thing to do. We couldn't let him crash this into the planet. And my man's just like, yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, how can I ever repay you? And I was like, that's a dope ass Omni tool you have. And he was, <laughs> that's a nice looking tool you got there. Wait, you're telling me <laughs> that you was pissed off then you killed this team and you're like, it's for the greater good. Give me your tool. And he's like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Here you go. Yeah. Cause basically what happened was, um, Shepard basically played the family card because he was like, oh, like you, you know, you you killed my crew. And yeah. we were like, yeah, but 
you've got nieces and nephews on that planet and now you're going to be able to go and see them and he's like god damn you're right you saved my family yeah I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the direction he went with me as well. He was also like, thank you for saving these crew members. But he's like, the, the asteroid was actually set to hit directly in the capital city of, or the main city of that planet where all my family lives, where there's millions of people. So he's like, the least I can do is give you the Omni tool. And then he gave it to me. Yeah. And it does literally, like when you go into the inventory to change it, like the one I had at the time was like five. And then this yep. was like 25. Yeah. It's, like, it's fucking great. wild. It was awesome. Uh, did you do the side mission after the side mission? Oh no, I left right when I left this uh, the last um, turb the jet thing. I just let, went back to the Normandy. Oh okay, so there is a an additional side mission that you can do, um, where the guy's like, "Hey, I also had three people spaced around this asteroid who were doing yeah. field experiments. I don't know what happened to them." And you basically luckily they're marked on the map so you'll just go into the map and find out what happened but mm -hmm. they were all basically attacked by these batarians um and killed so you basically just go to the three locations you go back to him and he gives you like a bunch of omni gel and some money and a bunch of xp for well, that's doing cool. like basically what's a fetch quest yeah i, I had seen that and there's like uh that radio tower that you can activate which i think kind of gives you access and shows where those locations are because i had yes, done that yeah. but i was like yeah, I just immediately when I left, I just went back to the Normandy. Like, mm. I'm not, I'm not and one thing that's nice about going back to the Normandy from being on the planet is that you don't have to drive to a set location. Like it doesn't what? matter where you are, you can just, just click it. Um, and you, dip. you just click. I think on mine, I have to like go into the map and then I go return to all Normandy, and it's like, oh, do you want to return back? I think on controller, if you just hit either X or Y when you're in the, in the Mako, it just brings you. It gives you a prompt of like yes or no if you want to go back to the Normandy. If you just click A and hit yes, you just go right back up there. I'm sure there is like a key binding that's a shortcut yeah. like that. I just haven't found it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing on the Normandy now is because we're a Spectre, there's a gentleman down kind of where Garrus and uh, Ashley hang out and he can sell you weapons. He sells you weapons. He sells you armor. And so you can buy a lot of that equipment straight from the Normandy. I don't know if you guys Did checked not that know out about that. Yeah. I bought a bunch of armor and weapons and stuff back in the Citadel. I found mm -hmm. the market and I bought a bunch of stuff there um but no i've also started converting a bunch of my um old weapons into omni gel because mm -hmm. i was running out of omni gel which you need to like hack and decrypt stuff and shit right. so and also you get so much fucking weapons you get repeats you get oh, weapons God. all the time so you just like recycle that or sell it for money and just like yeah if you need the yeah. omni gel and recycle it. what's nice as well is um you can mod your weapons Mm -hmm. so you can change the rounds inside of them and put mods on them and when you change your weapon the game's just like hey do you want to transfer your mods to this new gun do you like yes please and perfect yeah yeah so when you guys are on the normandy go to i don't it's like there's like a couple vehicles or something and i think it's where the mako is actually but it's where ashley and garris are it's where the um team lockers are too and there's a guy that's standing over there and if you talk to him he has some weapons and armor you can buy <laughs> He's not even part of the Normandy. He's just on there somehow. <laughs> he's just he's just attached. He's like, "What's up? I'm here. Got some weapons." Um, but yeah, and then I I went straight to um Ferrum or Theorem, yeah. however you say it. Yep. Um, and did have to look at the walkthrough to find out where the fuck I was going. When you got got to Theorem or to get to Theorem? No, to get to there. Oh, yeah, okay, for sure. <laughs> Because yeah. it's like within us. It's like within a system that's within, within a, cluster, a galaxy within, a galaxy. within this. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, in yeah. the in the um, in the journal, it just says, "Oh, head to the 
a <laughs> cluster and find right, yeah. the Yara, and you're like, hey, I'm assuming that what you're supposed to do is just go visit all the planets until you find the right one. Which I'm like, well, that's I mean, in hindsight, right. it it tells you Liara is in this cluster somewhere. So you know that bit, but I think, yeah, I think there's like four or five planets and you're supposed to just basically make your way right. around each well, of them and, and find yeah, Well, that's why you can also kind of do this in any order because they're trying to like, you know, explore. And you can kind of do these missions in any order you want. We're just, for the continuity of the podcast, we're just following this walkthrough so it's easier for everyone else to kind of follow through as well. But, okay, we're going to take a quick break here again and then when we come back, we're going to talk about the main story here of Therum and rescuing Liara. Okay, so we... Land on Therum again. Normandy drives over. We just get yeeted out of the Normandy and fall right onto the planet. And Therum is this very rocky, volcanic planet. Um, this is also where some of the differences Magma. between 360 and the Legendary Edition happen. So in the 360 version, kills that you get outside of the Mako will give you more experience than kills that you get inside of the Mako. But that the Legendary sense. Edition... It's the same. So kills that you get inside the Mako is the same experience of kills that you get outside <laughs> of the Mako. Because killing <laughs> yeah. shit in the Mako is fun and super easy. Oh, it's easy. You just shoot the Geth and they blow up. You see the little bodies Especially fly like away. Especially the fucking, like the Geth shock troopers. Like you begin unloading a minigun on them and they're just dead before you can even oh, like yeah. register. Uh, the other difference is the lava in this is instantly kills you in the 360 version. And in the Legendary Edition, you just lose some health, which you could just revive with um, Omni-Gel to repair the Mako. Yeah. Oh. You, you really said that the on that 360 head, like version. That's happened. That happened to you a couple times. Me? Yeah, did you fall No, I just, I read that in the walkthrough. Oh, I gotcha. read the I I already read the differences when I was going yeah. through this section, but it's kind of fucking stupid because it's like I mean it's very easy to avoid the lava. Firstly, there's a yes. very clear road and it's, it's very not like wide. platforming sections. Uh, but also, they're like in the walkthrough. It's like if you want to save some time, you can just turn left right into the fucking magma and go across. It's like it maybe would take you thirty seconds to go around. <laughs> I'm like, how, what are you fucking speed running this? Like, so so this this why? happens to me. Because I, I was like, oh, I read that. I was like, okay, cool. And then I got into a section and I just kind of like assumed there was like enemies. And I just, I did it for science. So I was like, okay, cool. So I drove into the lava and drove out and my ship had like five health left, but I didn't have any Omni-Gel. So I couldn't repair my ship. So I just had like a destroyed ship. I was like, well. I mean, I the other, the other thing that you, I only died once in the section in the, yeah. like when I was in the Mako, it was the only time I died because I had taken damage. This is before I figured out that there was rockets. I was only using the minigun. And mm -hmm. I had we had gotten to I had gotten to the section that was after like the main section where the big gate is and you come down like the side and there's like the first right. batch of enemies uh, and they just kept like and I was caught in the valley. So they kept shooting me and I was like, oh, OK, I need to repair. I thought a repair was going to be instantaneous. No, 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 no. You hit it and then it's like repairing shit. <laughs> there's like a whole like little. <laughs> thing yeah. going on and i'm still just getting fucking and you can't move so then i'm just getting dicked by like four <laughs> fucking rocket troopers easy? and i'm you think just repairing like repairing a vehicle is easy that shit takes time yeah, yeah. it's very like little, um like in halo in it when you have to yeah. drive around with the shields down for a while and then it's like oh my god <laughs> speaking of halo the ship that comes down and drops down the geth just looks like a fucking covenant ship like the purple yeah, yeah. it's 100 yeah. percent just from halo yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah. is that a halo ship so a couple of uh, jumped down too with energy swords. But yeah, I mean, I didn't 
of of the things that it said were different, I didn't really care. It didn't make a huge impact yeah. uh, for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Of being like, oh man, I wish blah blah blah. Also, like I don't give a fuck about experience. Like I I barely have used any of my skill. I think I have fourteen skill points right now that are unassigned. <laughs> uh, just all O level up, honestly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. it. Just it just assigns you things. You can still get access. To uh, yeah, I mean, I might as well. So it's like it doesn't matter that if i get a little less experience killing it in mako it's like I, the amount of effort to get out of it and try to kill those guys is not worth the like it's not 20% worth the extra boost in experience XP. you would get yeah yeah i mean um, i i did this section with Caden and garrus i had um, i brought ashley and garrus to this one well so i was looking on the walkthrough now and it was like oh you should bring tali because tali yeah. is uh very tech yes. efficient and so I brought, synthetic and and so is garris which is why i brought yeah. both of them i brought tali and garris because they both had the most tech and then it's very easy to get through this to be honest yeah we just like overload the because i know garris has an ability where he like overloads the circuits of the yeah. of an enemy mm-hmm. i i don't know if it's my garris but my garris died all the time in the section i was constantly reviving my garris but if you play kingdom hearts it was the the donald duck equivalent where he was just always dead <laughs> i turn around garris's body i'm like what ha- garris what happened uh, I no i didn't have that problem at all i only had tali dive once through the entire playthrough and it was right before you descend into the fucking the giant rings. tunnel of doom uh right when you're battling the like outside the mako the first giant white oh the juggling yeah. yeah the juggernaut the, the first time the white doing knight. That, she just got <laughs> white she just got fucking yeeted by a sniper that was over there and oh, died, yeah. but so uh, all right let's fucking hang on so you're going on the mako right and it's all piece of pierce it's all fine there's like yeah. geff rocket Driving troopers and blah, 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 fine and then uh this um it looks like a fucking liquor from resident evil they call him oh, a gift like stalker jump, jumps around and snipes oh my god this thing is so fucking annoying it will like it lands on the floor on all fours and it's like this weird lizard geth creature mm-hmm. and then it just jumps onto the wall and will aim at you and hit you with a sniper shot and then jump somewhere else and it's fucking hard to keep track of um and because I didn't have Tali and my Garrus also kept dying, it's not just mm. you, Jared. Um, okay. I'm glad my Garrus so, was the only incapable one. No, it's just me. It was me and Caden. Um, and Caden has like no tech ability whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So we just could not get this fucking uh, Geth stalker down. And on top of that, you're also being bombarded by what they call a Geth juggernaut, yeah. which is. Um, a big boy like a massive uh turret from portal 2 <laughs> it's just like yeah. fucking uh raining fire at you and there are snipers and all sorts of shit just like hammering down yeah yeah so Balls. i actually upgraded my weapons this time which hey, i know they fucking did a menu thing uh <laughs> but i upgraded my like to the the highest damage assault rifle i had and then i put chemical rounds 2 on it and mm-hmm. then additional like damage boost as the like whatever the other upgrade is and yeah mm-hmm. i mean the chemical round twos for these enemies in particular was nearly one shot kill for all the enemies which made yeah, this section incredibly easy <laughs> yeah because so. some bullets are um all the bullets have different properties so some yeah. do like extra damage um but there are i think it's the chemical and there's another type of bullet 
that does increase damage against synthetics. Yeah. Well, the one I have, they on literally would just pistol. dissolve. Oh yeah, yeah, they just turned like to dust. But I'm using the sniper and the pistol, and the one I have on my pistol, which I've I've fully maxed, I've fully upgraded the pistol at this point. Is like um, it's like psionic or something like that, where it does. Mm-hmm shield damage on top of health damage so i shoot them both their shield and their health go down it's a different percentage i think it's more shield than health but i can essentially take out both at once yeah the um the geth shields are are the hard part yeah um and we should say as well at this point you're not in the mako anymore uh the mako has hit a blockade you can't (laughs) right get into it you can get the mako through this and use the mako in that battle what, just you like space jump, jump over, jump over <laughs> the <laughs> rocks? Yeah, it says on here that you could use the Mako to go and do that battle, which apparently is significantly easier. And I don't know if it's fixed in the Xbox 360 version, but it says if you do ride the Mako all the way to the battle, the Geth in that battle will just stand there and do nothing. It says this glitch is fixed in the Legendary Edition. Uh, I think it's real dumb to be like, here's a level where we give you a vehicle and then to put like a blockade and be like, you don't get to use the vehicle anymore. I think uh, it's just it's weird optional. level design. Because you could just be like, it's, fuck that, and you fly over and just use the vehicle anyway. It's very typical of like that era of game, though, don't you think? Like yeah. Halo loved doing that. Like, oh, here's a Warthog with a 50 cal fucking machine you, gun. And- yeah, you also said you could fly over it. I did not realize even now that you could fly in the Mako at all or jump. Yeah, you in hold any A way and it has like little boosters so you could fly over yeah, it. Well, no. Nope. The boosters but, the, mm, the boosters that lift you up are pretty shit. They kind of last for like a second and a half and then it comes down. Uh, uh, fly is a generous. Maybe like hover. Hover is a more yeah. uh, accurate. Well, once again, there was no tutorial for the Mako, so I, I discovered rockets midway through the level. I never <laughs> discovered the fucking boost functionalities. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so after we do that, that's the outside of the ruins. We now dive into this Prothean ruin that we have. As we go down there, yes. there's more enemies to fight. There's a lot of geth. There's a lot of these um, geth Giant assault drones that are there too. Uh, we finally find lots of elevators. Yeah, yeah, lots of lots of elevators that we're going and descending into these ruins. But we find Liara, who's suspended behind this like barricade. There's like this blue wall, and she's like so dumb. floating in a, at a blue orb. She's and- like, I trapped myself in here, trying to protect myself. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, like, what like, would you have done if we didn't come? Like, would you just she just died there? Oh, just skeleton the just geth. floating in here. Yeah, she would have because she was like, "Oh, the geth came, so I activated this Prothean prison in order yeah. to protect myself." But now it has suspended me, and it can only be deactivated from, from the, the inside. inside. It really seems yeah. like a problematic uh, technology. It was some she's real dumb. here. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It, there's a lot that was wrong. Also, it's like. Is it a prison? Like, I know she kind of says that, but like at the same time, there's just mm. like a hollow back to it, which I'm like, I don't know if that's how prisons work. It was very confusing. Yeah. The whole premise. Yeah. I was when you were lost. talking like, to her, did you did you lean like aggressive into because she's she's the daughter of uh, Benezia, who is the one working with uh, Garris, working with Saren to kind of revive the Reapers. Uh, mm-hmm. She says that she hasn't talked to her mother in a long time. She doesn't like she has no ties to her at all. And I, I decided to believe her. I was like, I, I trust you, Liara. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. I, I don't care enough to be like, tell me the truth. No, like, where is she? Where, where is she? Where is Rachel. I was um, uh, I was kind of standoffish at first. I was like, oh, you're yeah. like the daughter of the matriarch, blah blah. And she's like, what? I haven't spoken to my mom in like 18 years. And you're like, oh, cool. All right, let me get out. Let me get you out of this prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dope, dope, dope. 
Uh, and interestingly enough, how you do it is there's like a mining laser a little bit down from where this uh, barricade is or the, the barrier and you hack into it and activate the laser, which shoots a hole below. And then you go around, deactivate the barricade and then rescue Liara. Yeah. And you have to kill a bunch of Geth um, because yeah. you can't access the mining area until the Geth are killed. Um, super. It, it just seems like such a strange way I'm assuming there's another way to access the controls to turn off the prison, but like having to shoot out the floor of a mine so that you can get to the other side of a prison and turn it off just seems strange to me. Yeah, it looks like it's that's the that's what you have to do. There's nothing else that you do. No, you, um, you, you shoot out the floor and then you make your way along to this elevator and it takes you up to the other side of the prison and you free liara and she's like oh thank the goddess how, oh my question is how would you know like i the walkthrough gives you the code for the giant mining laser for all of the different consoles but like are you just supposed to guess that shit or is there a well, way to actually ask no I, I just i just guess because what you do is if you i press all the buttons and if so how it's set up is there's a set of uh rings that are descending from bigger to smaller uh when you click the when you click the correct button the green goes in and if you have to keep cl clicking the correct button until the green ring goes all the way to the middle, and if you click it wrong, it just goes back one one layer. That's so not just at like, all how the Xbox 360 version is. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, the PC version is like... It's, it's literally like you just, you have X, A, B, Y, and if you click the right one, it flashes green, and if you click the wrong one, it's red. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, it. that's, oh, that's the same as on PC. <laughs> it's red, and then it resets. So you yep. have to you have to memorize the pattern. So you, I was like, okay, down, left, right, right. No, that's not right. Down, left, right, up. Oh yeah, that's the one. So you just have to memorize the pattern. Yeah, that's it was just, it, it was just here. the buttons. It's there like the no. worst version of Simon Says ever. Also, if you do it too quickly, it doesn't work. By the way, which is funny because I just read it off the rock through and I went X A B Y and I just kept doing it too quickly and you have to do it like X A. Beam, <laughs> like Jesus Great. Christ! Here, I, I sent you guys a, a picture. This is what mine looked like. And so every time you hit the correct button, that ring would go in a center. And if you hit the wrong button, it would just go back one. Yeah, you no, only went back wrong. one. See, I'm I'm playing Legendary on PC, and if I got maybe, maybe red, it would, it would go back to the beginning. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. That makes more sense. This is also when my um, manual override minigame started to become really fucking complex and really hard. Yeah. Um, because there are these like red spinning blocks and they are spinning mm. so fast and you have like 18 seconds to click and make your way into the middle without hitting a red block because that brings you back to the beginning. And I found myself just thinking, Do you know what? fuck it i'm just gonna use 25 omni gel to override it and then i'll just swap <laughs> a bunch of weapons because i have like 90 omni gel at the moment so oh yeah i mean if you have that much mine as well like it's a, not a problem getting more back um, i don't know if it's the class i am or the version of the game that i'm playing but there's been no difficulty spike in unlocking like any of the weapon containers it's all the same mm -hmm. first of all i've never seen a different mini game it's all the same mini game which is just pressing the xaby buttons in like the simon says configuration yeah um, but it's always just like three of them that I'm, light up very slowly i'm curious never depending seen on like one no I, i've mm. seen it once or twice but i'm curious of like depend because i know kai, kai you said you're playing on uh the lower difficulty so i wonder if depending mm -hmm. on your difficulty that 
shows up Probably. later or doesn't show up at all. It just keeps like that same one. So I'm, I'm curious. I would. I that. mean, that, yeah, that's what. I, not version of the game is in Xbox 360, but version of the game like, is as far like as difficulty. Version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right before, or right after we save VR, she tells us that there is a Krogan who has been working with the the Geth as well. And immediately when that happens, the ruins start to shake and essentially are going to break down. And now it's a which a makes no rapid, fucking sense. But. They're like, oh, these are these are like weak ruins, and you shooting the laser like ruined the integrity of the ruins. <laughs> ruins. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. We shot the foundation out of this, like, but we we didn't. Cave. There was a there was a fucking prison cell <laughs> that we walked through. The foundation has to go deeper than that because when we shot the laser, all it did was like make a little it just, it just tunnel the rocks using one of the yeah, other prison cells that was just under the one that was already there. And I was like, that's that's very true. Actually. I don't understand yeah. how this has done anything. Also, why would they have a giant laser pointed at something that could destroy the entire thing? I think it's that anyone could come activate. It just doesn't like, make any sense. It's like it was just convenience. It, they just needed a reason to get her yeah. out. And it's like Although, the laser wasn't purposefully put there. It looks like it like had fallen there, but it like plot. The most frustrating part of there. this entire mission is that this dumb bitch doesn't know a goddamn thing. She knows <laughs> we fill her in after we save her. She's just like oh my god i have this like hunch that you know the protheans were not the first ones and we're and like, like yeah no, we, the reaper is fucking dumbass and she's like how do you know that and we're like i i saw it in the Visions. dream vision that <laughs> i got from being anally you know fucked by the oh, fucking the alien version tech. is very different than the uh yeah. and, <laughs> and, and she's like and she's like, wow, that's amazing that you know that. Okay, I need to go to the hospital now because I haven't eaten because I trapped myself in a force field for like six days. And it's like, why, why did I save you? What does this benefit me? You didn't know anything. Yeah, she's supposed to be like a, a prefian historian expert. She's an, archi- she's an architect. Well, she's shitty at her job because nothing was gained in talking to her. I, s- I said architect. I meant archaeologist. She's not an architect. She doesn't build buildings. <laughs> She's an, She's an architect of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So we get to the end and we run into the right before the the, the way we leave. We run into the Geth and big uh, Krogan battlemaster here. And this is essentially kind of like our first quote unquote boss fight of the game. Yeah. We fight the Geth along with this Krogan, and the the trick is that he's very aggressive. He'll like lunge at you and he'll just like run towards you as well. But once you kill him, get all of his health down, it resets and you have to essentially kill him a second time. I didn't even know that. Like this guy I, went down nope. like a sack of shit in my game. Yeah, but... I don't think he revived, dog. No, he does. That's it. Says it in the walkthrough here. He because he, he, when you kill him, he falls down and his health goes back up. I mean, he just laid there and I shot him and then he died again. But yeah, his health he did. Goes back he up did again. like face plant the floor. Yeah. Um. But I thought that was because like in when I was doing the asteroid level, there was um a bunch of the bodyguards would like collapse um and then like lay on the floor and get back up so i thought it was just that i just thought i i shot him so good that oh okay so here it is it says be be careful because like all krogan krogan if he's not killed in the air the battle master gets a second life once his hp is depleted try to either kill him in the air or blast him as soon as he falls i killed him okay i he basically was like he was like, I'm going to take the doctor. And I was like, no, you're not. She stays with me. And she like smirked at me. And I was like, yeah, cool. Um, And then he was like, cool. I was hoping that you would say, no, I'm going to murder you now. And then I just put a shit ton of bullets into him and he didn't get back up. This is also where fucking Garrus, 
just dies. You die like three <laughs> times in this one battle. I'm like, bro, what's wrong? What happened? I literally, you? like, the fight started and I pressed shift and I was like, cool, Garrus, overkill. Just fucking, like, lunge bullets into this dude. And then I had Caden um, warp him and then we just fucking unloaded a bunch of bullets into him. Yeah. Yep. And then we immediately get out and tell Joker to come pick us up. He comes and we swoop back up to the Normandy. And that's kind of when we get the cutscene. We're, we're all sitting dicks. around. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, uh, he's like, oh, you know, Joker. we're not meant to land in a hot volcano. And you're like, Shut yeah, the fuck he's up, like, melts our hull and makes our gear sad. And it's like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, oh, really? My, my response to him, because I think it was either Liara or one of our crew members was like, you're the captain. Is he allowed to talk to you like that? And I was like, oh, yeah, Joker's stressed. So he's like, that's what he's just I said yeah, it was a I coping said, mechanism. That's why I said yeah. Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is where we kind of probe Liara about you know what she knows, which, like you said, ultimately isn't anything. Is nothing. The time being. She knows nothing. Um, but she decides to join the squad, and we go. We finally got our last team member, which is Liara. Yes. It's interesting because uh, apparently, if you do this, it's last, or if you do it after another mission, you like mind fuse with liara so she can see the visions that you have seen and she could like she can decrypt it more and she has mm. more knowledge of what like that it entails which is wild uh i call bullshit but okay well you can't mind fuse with people that's fucking that's first grade what are you talking about it must be must be something that we skipped in Skip, uh ski. i was like i skipped that <laughs> I, I skipped that <laughs> in my classes um yeah after this you have a choice of uh talking to the council and kind of updating them on your situation did you guys talk to the council or did you just yes tell them to fuck off? i did indeed i sent yeah. them my report yep i sent them a report and they were like oh we're glad that you found liara and i was like yeah and they were like did you really have to destroy a prophy in mine and and i was like uh did you want the fucking mission completed <laughs> yeah, or not i did the same <laughs> thing i was like did you want me to do and then, the, then the nice little alien guy was like yes the mission was successful and i was like yeah. thank like, you mission, mission has top priority well it's, done it's, it's the turian that's always hesitant he's always like did you have to do this and you're like what the mm -hmm. what do you want me to do man well it's because like it was overrun with geth all right what do you want me to do all right yeah, exactly it's I mean, also ironic because like you're now a specter which means that you are above the council when you don't right. answer to them. But they're like, oh, did you have to do that? Like, yes. Like, I could do that if I wanted to. I am a specter now. I think so, a lot of it is because we are human, too. We are the first human specter. Oh, yeah, 100%. And they're yeah. just like, they still don't think we're capable of doing shit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but that's a section for this week. Nice and short. Nothing too crazy with the, uh, the, the plot there. And we got a little bit of side quests done here and there. But let's go into our, our uh, thoughts here. Kai, how'd you feel about uh, Liara and Therum? I mean, I think this mission is very pointless to the story, but I'm glad that we're off of, uh, you know, politics track of not really doing anything interesting except talking to people and having dialogue yeah. is the main aspect of missions. Actually, got I'm glad that we're actually getting to... Like, I like the driving. Clearly, this is, like, a very... I mean, it's weird because you can do it in any order, but this feels mm. like a very like intro mission, like something that's like, oh, go to the place and shoot some things, and like like almost a tutorial esque, uh, very straightforward, kind of easy to follow setup. And so mm. it's like it's mine. Like this is a good start. 
Uh, the driving's not atrocious, as I've said, despite I'm sure many people good. thinking so. I mean, there's much, much worse driving mechanics. Uh, it's, you know, I wish there was actual like prompts to tell me what controls are when controlling vehicles, but that's more of a nice to have than a requirement. I mean, I'm, I can figure out what things are eventually, or maybe not, since I never figured <laughs> out you could fucking hover jump. Um, <laughs> The boss was I might like I don't know if I can up the difficulty mid game I might just yeah I would double check I'm not sure if you can if not it's fine it's whatever I don't do any of the upgrade shit anyway so I'll it'll eventually probably difficulty spike it'll, at it'll some even point, step but, out you just never upgrade and then you'll be fine. yeah uh but yeah it's like super easy like I I put it on easy because I didn't really want to like be challenged but now it's just kind of boring so I was like that's my own fault I should have known better um, <laughs> that's, uh, my bad <laughs> yeah that's on that's on me dog that's, that's on that's on me. uh yeah and I think like I don't know just such a pointless character such no it brings nothing to the table is just aligned with with our enemy apparently as being her daughter and it's just like why why did we do this what did what did we get from this nothing she has no information we gave her information and now she's just in a hospital which is like okay killed a lot of people for really not not any (laughs) benefit she was like uh i don't know uh what happened to the because she talks about the cycle she's like oh every time a, a civilization rise to the top uh, they're like cold as part of the cycle of the universe, and I don't know well, what even, caused it. Even but worse than that, she literally goes, "Yeah, there's like cycles," and we're like, "Who came before the Protheans?" And she's like, "I don't know," and we're like, "Well, how do you know this?" She's like, "It's just a feeling." I'm like, yeah. "You're the worst scientist in the world." What do you mean it's a feeling? Would you yeah, in your gut? You're just like our people are dying. I don't know. It's weird as well because you basically are y'all just like, our scientists. <laughs> you say to her like, "Oh, it's it's the Reapers," you know? They're like sentient and they're revered by the finn and she's like say what really she's like what? what and then and then we're like yeah we survived like an interface with alien technology and she's like wow you must be really strong-willed that would have like yeah tore most people apart and i'm like that's not what strong-willed means <laughs> like i don't i don't think you have a grasp on english those two it's things are a weird finn where like the game clearly has her as a love interest and then they make a point of pointing out how she's 106 and that's technically only a child in the asari I mean, race i mean technic- technically that's better than anime which is like this is a love yeah. interest and we're explicitly saying this person is 60 this years person old. is a child <laughs> yeah looking at you persona 5 looking <laughs> at you persona 5 yeah uh those are my thoughts Excited to to make this game, to jump more into the story, and for maybe a little bit more difficulty and a little more missions that actually make sense. Yeah, but I'm enjoying ben? it. Um, I I kind of agree with a lot of what Kai said. Um, so far the game, at least having played this leg, is is very um, you know, uh, bad guy bad. We mm-hmm. good guy with gun, we beat bad guy. Um, and you can tell there's a lot of uh space politics and like racist undertones of like how certain races of aliens are like looked down on. And you know, there was the what are they like the voles or whatever they were in the citadel who were like they looked like the mole man from Incredibles, like the yeah. brown dude, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know there's lots of like humans being colonialists and not being liked by other races and that hasn't really come to fruition besides Mm. just kind of chit chat 
on the sidelines, which is kind of cool because it's that whole like flavor lore of of the universe. But at the moment, the the gameplay is fine. It's okay. Um, it is a tad clunky, but it is also like a three sixty game, and it it the clunkiness mainly comes from that whole locking mm. skills onto enemies so that they actually get affected by what you're trying to do to them yeah um, and at the minute yeah the game feels rather shallow in, in terms of like i don't know if i'm being like too harsh on it but like the the game like it started off portraying this like crazy deep narrative where it was like oh this specter has betrayed them and blah, 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 blah. and that's just kind of degraded down into he is bad kill him well like literally when you get on the ship when you get on the normandy like as you're talking to the ambassador and the old captain <laughs> like because everything at this point is like we have to find saren he's destroying the universe and yeah. then the person's really like, oh, you're not going to find Saren. Don't worry about that right now. <laughs> he's yeah. like, you just you just focus on the other shit that you can do. He's like, he's much better than you in every also, conceivable way. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. I also want more of um, the commander side of Commander Shepard. I really, really liked that speech that you constructed at the end mm -hmm. of the last leg and like having the ability to like rally the people on the Normandy. We're going to find him. Um, so that would be cool to see some more of that. Uh, I mean, I am only like, I think my playthrough is only like five and a half or six hours at this point. So still, well, I mean, I say still, it's about a third of the way through the game so far. So mm -hmm. um, curious to see where the game goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed this section because it really opens up the... I, I know it's difficult because we're playing it in a very linear fashion, right? You know, we don't have a lot of room of, of diverging from that path other than side quests we can do. Um, it was nice that this asteroid side quest, I, I, asteroid side quest felt like it had so much <laughs> substance. had so much substance to it. Um, in other side quests I've experienced where it just kind of felt it's like it was really invested and didn't have a lot going on where this one felt like there was you know there's layers to it we're going and deactivating the these thrusters we're going through that we're doing these combat things we're finding this this big bad and this character and then having you know both of our playthroughs and you fighting him and me letting him go was i, I thought it was cool i liked it. and then again kai didn't experience this at all so there's going to be more of that where there's going to be characters you can meet there's going to be experiences that you could have that are completely optional and sometimes it gives you character or context to other things. And sometimes that introduces you to new and exciting characters. So this was, I just remember a lot of that in playing through Mass Effect the first time and how there is some cool like side stories to this world. And it makes it feel lived in and real. Like there's problems and there's issues that are happening. Sometimes you'll encounter them. Sometimes you'll never hear from them. There's experiences that you'll just never have. And I think that's, that's super cool. Uh, in regards to this mission and theorem, like I was saying, it does feel very introductory. It's it's very simple in its content, where it's just you know driving from point A to point B, fighting Geth, and then getting Liara and fighting the Krogan, which is kind of the the first boss that we've we've done, which not super difficult, relatively straightforward. And I, I, if I remember correctly, some of the bosses do get a little more complex 
than just like, you know, stand behind cover and shoot. But this is a good one, a good introductory one. As for Liara, I I like Liara's personality. Like I like Liara as a character. I know that at this point she doesn't bring a lot to the table and I don't necessarily remember if that changes. I don't know like what con- contextually she brings for this, but she's just like super sh- like quirky and awkward. After this, um, we got onto the Normandy, I went to talk to her. I kind of went and talked to all the side characters just to like, you know, get their their bond better and get more context from them. But I talked to Liara. Oh, I'm trying to remember what she said. She said something that was just like she thought was offensive, but it was like we were just joking around and she got all shy. She's like, let's just let's just not talk about that anymore. And she's just like awkward. And I think she's her personality is funny, which I like. Um, but yeah, as for right now, nothing too crazy in the sense of narrative. Like you were saying, we kind of gave her context to a lot of the stuff that she's been spending her whole life kind of researching. So I think that's <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm excited for more of the exploration side of it and more of like the different aspects and avenues that we're all going to get get to in different parts of the these solar systems that we're going to explore because there's a shit ton of planets. Like all these clusters have, like we said, at least four or five planets which you can explore and excavate for uh, resources and items and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. excited for the future. Yeah. That is all for this episode of Mass Effect. In the next episode, we are going to, where are we going? We're going to go to Novaria. Novaria, and we're searching Novaria. for Saren's assistant, which is Matriarch Benezia. So, we might get some. Definitely you know, taking Talia to see her mum. We might get some. We might get some uh, Liara and Benezia. Interesting Drama. context. There. Drama. So, pissed that I can't romance uh, Talia. No, not Talia. Yeah, wait. No, Liara. Liara. I can romance yeah. Liara. We can romance Liara. I swear we talked about this last week. As in, the bottom, in the bottom of her, um, Wait, I have her on. wiki up here, and it shows romance, and it has female Shepard and Liara. Yeah, it's Liara and Caden. That was it. You can't, you can't romance Ashley. That was who I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. So Liara is a romance option. So wow, your boy likes those blue freaky aliens. <laughs> those head tentacles doing something (laughs) okay guys thank you for listening thanks for getting to the end of the episode as always like i said in the beginning our our link tree down in the show notes has all of our stuff you're wanting to follow us if you're wanting to join the discord and all of our fun conversations we have there but next week we will be talking about the mission to novaria and maybe confronting this matriarch Vanessa. so excited to see what happens with that until then peace out guys bye Peace. Peace.